Thanks to COVID, the past seven months in Australia have brought a lot of changes and disruption. And many of us have noticed that we're relying more heavily on the internet, be it to get things done, to get us help, shopping for groceries, connecting with friends and family, catching up on news, you name it. So today we have Georgia Sullivan from Google joining us to talk about why it's important to show up online if you're a small business owner and how to use the free tools on the internet to connect with consumers when they're searching for your product or service. Georgia, welcome to Small Business First. Thank you, Lucy. It's really nice to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So let's start by just having a quick chat about why it's important for us to have a strong online presence as a small business owner at the moment. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's very important in this day and age to make sure that you have some kind of online presence where people can connect with you. Just thinking of our own daily life, I mean, how often when we're thinking about, I need to get a haircut, I want to go get a massage, I need to do my grocery shopping, often we'll be turning to Google search to find uh, places where we can get stuff done near us or opening hours. And this is true for the majority of Australians. So four out of every five Australians uh, today will turn to Google search to, to find information before they go out and, um, and make decisions. Uh, go shopping, go out into their local community. In 2019, Google drove over 130 million direct connections to Australian businesses each month. And these are things including step-by-step or turn-by-turn navigation to a business's address, phone calls, bookings, and also um, facilitating reviews between businesses and their customers. And also we're seeing with external data that having a strong online presence has been is, is rocket fuel for small business growth as well. I think Deloitte, before the pandemic, showed that Aussie businesses that make use of digital tools are 1.5 times more likely to be growing revenues and eight times more likely to be hiring. So super, super important um, that we show up online and that uh, businesses shop well as well. Great. And uh, obviously this has changed that this pattern had sort of been established before COVID, but how do you think this has changed through COVID? Great question. So, I mean, first of all, it's been, it's definitely been a very tough, challenging time for a lot of businesses, but we've also seen um, some examples of really strong resilience throughout the small business community. Uh, Entrepreneurship as well has come out really strongly as a theme as many businesses have pivoted. COVID-19 has shown us that um, now more than ever, being or having a strong online presence is super important because we've seen consumers spending more time online. Um, Lucy, as you mentioned in your intro, many of us during periods where we've been in lockdown or staying home have had to turn online to get to just go about our day-to-day routine, whether it's connecting with friends and family during the week virtually or doing online grocery shopping. Um, watching the news or being entertained. And I guess importantly as well, you know, searching for updates on local businesses that we usually transact with so that we can continue to um, buy or interact, interact with those businesses even as things continue to be disrupted. In July, there was a bit of research that was done by Ipsos and it found that 40% of Aussie small businesses said that digital tools have been an essential part of their business during this COVID period. actually said that they would would have had to have closed if they didn't have access to these online tools. And an example of this is Hunter Candles. So these are a a boutique candle maker in Newtown in Sydney. And despite opening their first physical store in April, just as restrictions came into effect, they managed to grow 550% year on year. And that was in large part due to the fact that they had invested in in really building out their e-commerce site 
and in online marketing as well. So today their online share of total sales has grown from about 30% to 70%. Um, and that's an example that I really love that shows that um, just how during COVID businesses that have pivoted or strengthened their online presence have um, have done well and in some cases even really thrived. Yeah, that's a great story. Well done to them. So if we're listening to this now and we, we, we are a small business that we either don't sell online, we don't have an e-commerce site, maybe we're a service provider. I know a lot of our small business first community are service-related businesses as opposed to product ones. How important then is a digital presence for those type of small business owners? Yeah, good question. It's actually just as important too because if you think about it, like what internet and the search, and search engines have done is reduce the cost, whether it's in money and effort, for consumers to find information. So if you think back to your life before web and search engines were commonplace, whenever we wanted to find a product or compare prices between a product or find a retailer who stocks what you're after and then comparing prices, it was it was quite difficult. Like you'd have to get into your, into your car, you cross town, um, you go in and speak to someone personally one-to-one. But today you can get all, you can answer all of these questions in just a few searches online. So even for businesses that don't sell online, um, consumers will be researching what their service or their offer or their, sorry, their products before they, buy offline and the businesses that are, that are doing really well are the ones that have uh, some kind of content that explains to their target audience or the consumer what they're all about um, to aid in that research process you know we see a lot of businesses that are not e-commerce uh, e-commerce based b2b businesses service businesses that have a really robust online presence and a way for consumers to get in touch with them as well because they they recognize that in this day and age the average consumer is going to be turning online to find out more about that business before actually making contact. That's a great point. So even if you don't have, yeah, even if you're not selling something directly through a store online, being able to have a digital footprint for your business when people are searching for a particular product or service means that you get a look in as well. So what are some of the different things? of a business profile on Google? Yeah, so when a customer discovers your profile, the first thing they're going to see is your business overview. And just, just to clarify, business, your Google My Business profile will, will surface whenever uh, someone searches for you on Google. It'll appear just above search results. And what it looks like is a small kind of blurb with a couple of photos uh, and points of business information. That would include hours potentially photos of your products, your address, if that's applicable, if you have like a physical presence, reviews from any previous customers and links to call, get directions to your store or uh, to visit your website. So imagine, for example, you're a bookstore. When you search for a bookstore in your local area on Google search or maps, your business profile will show up in the organic search results. And it'll also show up for other areas as well, like bookstore near me. Okay, great. And what if we're a business that we don't have a physical address, like maybe we're a mobile cleaner or a dog washer. What do we do then? Great question. So these businesses can definitely still create a business profile. Uh, when signing up, the business will be asked if they have a physical location that customers can visit. But we also know that many local service area businesses operate out of, out of their own home or private locations. So these businesses can appear on Google Maps without displaying the address. If your business has a physical address, but it also delivers goods and services to customers, then you can enter your service area. 
Um, and for those of you that have all already have a business profile on Google and selected a service radius around your business, this process has changed somewhat. Um, so if, if you think you're an expert on Google My Business, it might be good to pay attention to this bit. You can no longer set your service area as a distance around your business. Instead, you'll need to directly specify your service area by city or postal code. So do we need to have a, a website to have a business profile on Google? Uh, no, you can have a website. If you do, that's great. Google My Business will point directly to it. Um, or if you, you can just set up a Google My Business profile that uh, connects to your phone number. You do need to have one or the other, either a phone number or a website. Um, I guess the, the underlying goal of Google My Business is to make it easy for consumers to contact uh, a business. So they can either do that by going to the website and this really helps with um, uh, understanding more about what your business has to offer or they can click to, to call you and speak to you directly. If you don't have a website, you can also create one for free using Google My Business, uh, which makes it really, really easy for a lot of small business owners today too. Great. And so we know obviously that so many more of us now are online for every possible different reason and including searching for businesses and products and services that we need. Knowing that, that also means as a small business owner, there's a lot more competition for the eyeballs. So how do we help our business profile on Google stand out and maybe also how can we be more locally relevant because we do know that local business has become really so much more prominent in the past seven or eight months too so how do we make ourselves stand out and how do we make our geographical location stand out as well yeah great question so one way to go about standing out is to add more attributes to your profile and these are going to give consumers more detail about your business Attributes that are listed on your business profile are also searchable. So, for example, if you're a restaurant owner, you could add things like, like which credit cards you accept, if you offer delivery, um, and this would mean that your business could show up for queries like delivery near me. On the flip side, if your business is a service, you could also add details on the types of services you offer and whether or not booking is going to be necessary. Another recent feature that's really great to stand out, which I'll, I'll talk about briefly, is online bookings. So one in every two customers want to schedule an appointment when searching for a business online. And now your customers can book directly with you through your business profile on Google. We work with third-party scheduling software providers like MindBody and Appointee to allow online booking through Google search and maps. So that means that the next time your yoga students are keen for a class or that uh, if there's a family, for example, that uh, wants to come to your cafe because you have famous carbonara and they, and they want to try it, then they don't have to look any further than your business profile to make that booking. If you're a restaurant, you can also add food ordering to your profile. So customers can order directly on your profile through one of our local partners, such as Red Cat and Hey You. I guess another really handy tool that many folks aren't aware of is the Insights Reports feature. So this is a very handy in the sense that it focuses on how customers use search and maps to find your profile, as well as what they do once they find it. And within your Insights Report, you'll see a number of sections, but I'll cover off just a couple of the, um, I guess, the most prominent ones. The first is how customers find your profile. This shows how many customers found you in a direct search through your business name or address versus a discovery search using a category, product or service you provide. You can also see what actions they take, like whether they visited your website, whether they requested directions or called you. And then finally, you can see when and how often searches called your business. So it's, it's really interesting to see whether certain days of the week you're seeing more calls come through or particular times of the day as well. You'll get all of this data sent to you via email. That's great information. 
Yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool and super handy, um, I guess, for helping small business owners make decisions around their opening hours or how they how they show up to their customers uh, based on trends around how how customers are interacting or wanting to interact with your business. Okay, great. So with all that in mind, is there any other important tips for our small business community to be aware of in terms of ensuring that our online presence is, you know, we're doing all we can? I'd say the most important thing is to keep your Google My Business profile updated and make sure that you're responding to consumer queries as they come in. So, for example, if you're closing your business early over the Christmas holidays or you have different hours uh, on a public holiday, like we had Melbourne Cup yesterday, you could be changing your hours just for that day. And I guess keeping all of the right information um, up to date makes it a lot easier for your customers because you can imagine how frustrating it is if um, you as a consumer go to, to travel to a business and, and you, you get there and you find that it's shut for the day. I think responding to customer questions or reviews on your profile is also another really great way to engage with your customers and build loyalty. And as a consumer myself, I feel like when consumers see fast and polite responses from business owners, they'll get an idea of the sort of customer experience that that small business provides. And and it helps to build, I guess, loyalty and and good good feeling between the community and, and the small business. That's such an excellent point, that ability to be hyper-responsive to customers' inquiries, messages is, is such a great tool and one we can all do really simply. Georgia, the last question I wanted to ask you was how we set up our business profile on Google. What information do our small business community need to have on hand when we sit down to do that? Yeah, so first step is to go to google.com slash business. Uh, you'll have an option to click a button called Manage Now. Go ahead and do that. Um, and then once you once you click that button, the next step is to sign into your Google account that you use for your business. If you don't have one today, it's really easy to make one. You can just go to accounts.google.com slash sign up. And then once you have, uh, once you've logged in through your Google account, you can go ahead and add your business name, um, start typing the name in the search field, and you'll see if your business appears in the drop-down list. If it's there, go ahead and select it. If it's not or you don't see a list, then that's that's okay too. You can just click add your business to Google. The next step post that is to select a category for the business. So think of a category that best describes your business and type, type it into the box to see what options appear below. You have to choose an existing category because you can't edit or create them. It's just a tip. And while we've got a pretty diverse spectrum of options available, it's impossible to directly categorize everything. So if you're If you have quite a niche business, um, you might have to choose the next best option for the sake of your profile. Once your business profile is created, you can add any additional categories as you see fit later. But after that, just confirm some some, some more of your details, such as your website or your phone number. I guess the last phase is to verify your connection to the business. And we have a few options to verify your business location, depending on the information you put in. Sometimes the verification option is really quick. Uh, such as a phone call. Other times it requires a postcard to be sent to the address with a verification code. Um, But there's a lot to unpack there. So I I recommend if you'd like more information and training, have at some of the free training and resources we have available uh, for small business owners on Grow With Google. We have in particular a couple of really great online marketing trainings on our website, The Digital Garage, 
And here we host uh, a few free in-demand quick video tutorials, which help small business owners learn um, everything from website creation to analytics, social media, building online ads, you name it. So type Digital Garage Australia into your search browser, or you could just go g.co slash digital garage au. And again, that's g.co slash digital garage au. That's great, Georgia. All of that is such excellent information and great to have it recorded here on the podcast because we can listen to it back as we're doing it as well. Um, Google will actually be back next week on the podcast to talk about how we can reach customers online with Google Ads. And we'll also be talking to them further down in the month in terms of how to sell your products online with Google Shopping. So, Georgia, I appreciate you sharing your insights with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Lucy. It's been a pleasure.